Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker. We are back live from our studio. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's going to be a great episode tonight. And I say that every week and this week I am lying through my teeth. Um, we are going to put something together for you guys tonight that's going to be hopefully entertaining and uh, hopefully with lots of paintball content. So thank you for joining me. My name is Todd Ansich and with me as always I have uh, Josh Zuby Zabrikas. Yeah. Back at it again this week. Uh, thank you for tuning in as always and please do not forget to like and share. We'll give you a brief moment to do that now. Oh. Okay, go While on. we're waiting, <laughs> let's introduce Joe Kimson from Flaggerters Paintball. He's also liking and sharing. Was that a whoosh? I'm trying to like and share, but I can't find where this went live. So I'm working on liking and sharing. But watch Joe. behind the bunker because it's great. And wow, you guys' shot looks crisp tonight. Did we do something different? It's our crispness. It's it like, is. We're like Rice Krispies. Extra starch. Extra yeah. Starch. Maybe Gavin did his hair, but there he is. That's Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. That's right. With my hair did, I'm going to echo my friend Joshua's sentiment saying, like, me? share, but I'm sorry, Joseph, Joe as well. But I will add to that. I will ante up a little bit more and say, start a watch party. There's nothing else going on in Canada right now that you have to pay attention to other than behind the bunker. Uh, so <laughs> just make sure you hit like, share, and start a watch party. And let's get, let's get the party rolling. Vote for us. For, <laughs> prime, for prime ministers. Mr. Yeah. Prime Minister. Hello. It was a rainy day with me, Cousin Raul. So, yeah. What, what cartoon was it where he's talking about uh, taking it to his prime minister? This isn't reversal and he yells, anymore. Simpsons. And he's behind him in the pond? Yeah, it's The Simpsons. Oh, The, the Simpsons. Australian yeah. episode. There We're we live. Go. Let's That's go. what it's like working at Terratech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We are live. We have your comments lo logged in. Nice to see you guys signing in. Make sure you guys hit that like and share button. See, nice to see Devin and Greg. Uh, James, Mr. Beatler, signing in from Texas. Nice to see you guys. And uh, Kenneth, watching us all the way from Norway. Come on. Lies. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in. Lots to get to on the show tonight. We have some uh, quick news to get to. We have mail time segment. Uh, we want to talk to you guys about extravaganza. Extravaganza. And uh, maybe some custom corner, some mag fetish, and some prices right if there's time. Matt, you can come over when you're ready. I uh, 2019 World Cup layout release happens on Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Make sure you guys tune in for that. That's uh, going to be pretty excited. And if you guys are running speedball programs at your local fields, uh, do you guys know that you can get a brand new, only used once, inflatable field from AirUps right from the event for 4500 bucks? And if they upgrade or change anything for next year, you are grandfathered in to receive those new bunkers as well to match your, your thing. So how would you like a Planet Eclipse field just like that at your field? 4500 bucks. that's all you need to do. And uh, if you want some, get in touch with Brent at AirUps paintball bunkers uh tell them you said uh we told them that you uh heard it here and you'll get a extra handshake or a pat on the back shocker paintball guys they have their black xls shockers back in stock if you guys have been waiting for them they are back in and ready for sale speaking of new guns joe you uh found this brand new gun at the field this weekend i did i, I was i was standing in the compound checking and welcoming guests and stuff and a guy walked by me and he had an sa-17 it was crazy so i said can i take a picture he goes yeah i use this all the time i said wow does that hopper's not on it is it yeah does, he he put yeah, yeah. he put a bt combat oh. feed neck on it and he got go where's your 10 round feed tube he goes oh it's just in my bag i never use it and i was oh i wish i had one of those and he still didn't give it to me <laughs> yeah. I, did, nice I, try, did try, yeah. I did try on those weekends i like to be at home laying in bed all weekend i too like my feed tube um 
So, uh-huh. where are we here? Kevin, um, oh, sorry, Chloe and uh, Catherine. Hey, how are you guys? Make sure you guys uh, watch for a few minutes and then go straight to bed. Uh, what else do we have here? Paintball extravaganza we were talking about. Uh, that's happening when, guys? February. February. later. First, uh, I don't know, Rick. No, sorry. the 17th. There we go. 17th to the something. Yeah. Hopefully it's happening on the days I booked off work. Yes, we were just talking about that. Did we say we we're going Monday? Uh, maybe. Do you remember? Did you well, sign you Monday? Pronounced I don't it think Moon we Day. It. I did. So, um, yeah, well, Monday. Yeah. Page Richie Santos put a little challenge out there. He posted this today and said, uh, "Halloween pumpkin carving contest, paintball theme. If you guys post it up or tag us in it, maybe we'll show it on the show in the next couple of weeks." But, Worst uh, pumpkin ever. <laughs> it looks boring. <laughs> much like the show. Much like the show. So going back to Speak paintball extravaganza, uh, I'm going to slow things down for just a second Who's here. Who's going to be there, Todd? Oh boy. Who's going to be there? Anyone? Everybody. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, tell us, tell us what's happening. There's going to be a trade show, and if you are in the industry or think you want to be in the industry, you absolutely need to be there. So if you run paintball, airsoft, laser tag, any sort of adventure-type game, this is the place to be. Not only do you get to meet with some of the eight, uh, the industry professionals and the expertise you get to rub shoulders with the likes of people like us the behind the broadcast professionals we're going to be broadcasting live (laughs) from the trade show (laughs) they are they are opening up on paintball extravaganza to be paintball airsoft and laser action sports lots of action sports lots of action from the cpap team here (laughs) fantastic cpap or the cpat emers CPAP gang. Oh, so if you guys are booking your rooms, make sure you ask to be as far away from the Behind the Bunker crew because there's going to be four CPAPs going. Or bring or, your own generator so you have power. In case there's yeah. a power failure. Just be brownouts in our hallway <laughs> all night. We have solar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Josh, Yeah, it's mail time, my friend. Oh, is it? Um, am I passing this to Gavin? Or no, it's to you. It says, uh, hey, Zuby, it's Tom. I sent you this. Since you always seem grumpy, but I know that sometimes a little tender hug makes me feel all better. So when you're feeling grumpy, put this on and imagine me giving you a soft, sensual hug. And sensual is uppercase and underlined. Why does it smell like donuts? (laughs) This is uh, from our good friend. uh, Well, not my good friend. Your good friend, apparently. Tom Bertrand. Nice. What do we got here? Ah, very nice. Common, so new. common rabble. rabble. That's right. Is That's there t- is there a medium in the in the uh, the envelope as well? Or? <laughs> no, I didn't. I think oh, you can oh. cut that one up and make six <laughs> medium shirts. Or a tablecloth. We could. What size did he get you? This is three XL. Nice. He knows you. <laughs> That's so buffet well. size. <laughs> I know Josh didn't shave his beard today, and it's hard to see, but he is smiling. <laughs> I am. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> it's from Tom, right? It was from Tom. Yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah. Tom. So, paintball extravaganza, I want to talk to you guys about this. Rick Chard and I were talking briefly via email, and he sent me a list. He sent me a two-page list. I want to go through a couple of the names here, see if you guys remember them. This is not a list of who's coming to paintball extravaganza. This is a list of people who have been to extravaganza but aren't coming this year. What? National paintball. Oh. Wow, why not? (laughs) So, think about it. These are all the companies that did exist at one point that no longer do and obviously, what a terrible way to start a segment. Here's a list of people who have gone <laughs> but aren't now. I just it, think it's, it's like really the, interesting. It's like the award show in memoriam, right? Yes. <laughs> the music's playing, and don't piss on my segment. <laughs> Come up with your own damn segment, then. Um, but it's PM- okay. To, no, no, it's okay to talk over my mail time segment. 
for like the last seven years. But God forbid I mention anything when you're going through stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky I didn't find my mail time thing. I was going to cut you off. Mail time. Um, so we said National Paintball. They used to be huge. Yes. PMI. Yes. Yep. America. Or sorry, American PB. I'm not sure what that is, but Ratco. Peanut butter. Ratco. Yes. Yeah. Next NEXD. Next yep. Paintball. Um, APP or Al or Allen. Allen Paintball products. They're yeah. around, aren't they? No, you still have the loaders though floating around. No, you can go online and buy them. Research AllenPaintball.com. Yeah. Uh, CP, otherwise known as Custom Products. Yep. Um, Xfield PB. No Paintball idea. Promo. Uh, here's another one that no one's ever heard of. WDP slash Angel. So, yeah. Angel used to be a big one. War Games. Brass Eagle. Yeah. Allen Paintball is still up and operating, or yeah. at least their website is. He says in brackets behind their name, not actively marketing, much like custom products not actively marketing. No longer offering retail service to Canada. Uh, Chipley. Yes. Custom oh, products. I miss those. Yeah. Chipley used to be a... And here you are pissing on my list. We're already in C and Crossfire. I don't know if they still manufacture I don't know. tanks. I haven't heard much from Crossfire in a long time. Smart Parts. Yes. Now you could argue it's different. It's GOG. It's GOG and, and, and whatnot. Um, Tech T. Okay. NXE. Yeah. Was absorbed and gone. Indian. AKA. Well, they had to change their name to Aborigine. Do you remember AKA, Matt? Yeah, I miss my Viking. <laughs> <laughs> no one got that. Uh, Josh, Josh smiled. I'm trying to move past it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> How, I'm going to skip a bu bunch, but what about Gavin's favorite or maybe your brother's favorite? Mantis? Oh, yeah. Uh, Key. Yeah. Titman, um, R.P. Shear, Spider. Kingman These Spider, were all yeah. people that used to have yeah, booths there. That's things. right. JT, Extreme Rage, Severe. They, they were the they paint. They were made in Columbia. Oh, the, okay. the Air America. Um, and again, that not necessarily these are not all companies that don't exist. They're just not ones that have been vending. Air or America a, was from Vietnam, a CIA airline. Aero Precision and Bob Long. How long? Yeah, Diablo, Draxis, Reds, oh. Extreme Rage, uh, Flurry, Gap, Great American Paintball, yeah. yeah, Gorilla, because now they're under a different umbrella. That's right. Uh, Cone, Machine, thank God, <laughs> Mighty, Mokel. You're just saying words now. They're not even companies. Yep. <laughs> These were companies. Don't Mighty, give me that. Is Extreme Mokel Rage on that list? Uh, yeah. Yes, Pinocchio. Uh, pure energy Q loader. Is Pinocchio not around anymore? Nope. All right. Ricochet. Oh yes, they are. Uh, ANS or HK bought them. I was gonna say Somebody. yeah, the HK bought them. Right? Yep. Sandana. Yep. Can you imagine if they had a booth right now? How much kids would love that? Is Extreme Rage Those on be there? Millionaires now. Yes, Extreme Rage is on there. Okay. Sly. Back in the East. Profits. Yeah. Sterling. Uh, yeah. Tadao. Tadao. Yeah. Uh, view loader. Straight shot. Warp Sports. Zap Airgun Designs Brass Eagle Airgun Designs put a post on their Facebook page today What? Yeah, they yeah. still they still manufacture Seriously? They still have parts, no. they still manufacture Oh, no, guns. you can still buy the AGD TAC-1 brand new And then RT And then you can email them in terms of what you want And they'll look for the parts Like They, yeah. they still have like warehouses full of crap And they're just yeah. like, oh yeah we'll well, I, order, I, order, I do a parts order at least once a year Yeah. What about uh, Yeah, Max Loda are they uh, still around? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep. 32 degrees. Are you guys not distributors? No. <laughs> Help. Uh, 
XO Paintballs and Zodiac. And there's more and more on this list, but that's uh, that's already Is enough. Is Extreme Rage on there? <laughs> yes, Todd. Well, you, re- you read No, no. I didn't Todd that. You read it three times. Greg, and I asked okay, you but it's three on times. There. It's Greg on there several Extreme times. Greg also <laughs> wants to know if Extreme Rage. Yes, Greg, back Extreme Rage is on there. And if you're wondering, oh. it still is. Lee Williams says, what about the Black Max? We didn't who talk man, about PMI. Did was it okay? Was it PMI? It was a plastic. It was a plastic gun, and in all fairness, it actually wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It wasn't good, but like it really compared to like Bra- uh, not Brass Eagle, but the Brass Eagle Talon, and some of the other okay, really that, low end yeah. stuff. That actually wasn't that bad. It had a shelf life for about six months, and then it was done. But it was enough to get someone into the sport, anyways. And then it's uh, like an abro- uh, above ground pool. Right. Yeah, it got you into the pool game, but like no one really thought you were cool. <laughs> yes. No, but it was it was good. You guys are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at that shot on shot action. That was good. It made me look like I was actually sitting beside Gavin for a while. I don't know if I like that. Come over to Flavor Country. Gavin, we're never gonna sit at each other. Look at this. You can just stare at each other's eyes. It's like ebony and ivory right there. Oh, oh get over. <laughs> I got, can I get no this one else got a Gavin didn't get upset. <laughs> I, I, yes. Well, I'm glad I got have some some social justice warriors here protecting me. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, since uh, since we're done that, why don't we move on? Joe, you have some new patches. I if do. you guys would like to get your patches on our patch wall, all you got to do is send them in. I have a lot of patches. First of all, I have the new battle royale patch that we just had a. October fifth and sixth at Flagler's. That'll go beside the other one. Oh, I didn't get one of those. That's okay. We didn't. Did you get one? No. no they, they were, really? No, they were in. They were in super short supply too. Then we have a Soul Reapers. They're a local paintball and airsoft mag fed team. Then we have the new Battle Royal the Revenge from our friends at Team Tags. Then the Gathering Storm paintball team. We'll put over here on over top of the grommet. Then we have a one. This is a scenario game we did several years ago called the one. Can't see much of it. And a first strike one. They were they were a proud supporter of um, Battle Royale, the Revenge. They had lots of first strikes and um, some T-15s for us to lend out as demos. And I absolutely forgot to bring the special patch I have. TerraTech Industries has its own patch and will be making its way onto the wall next week. I don't know. There's not much room left. There's plenty of room for TerraTech. <laughs> The only patch bigger than the AGD jean jacket patch. <sighs> why don't we uh, give Gavin, since he's been feisty tonight, why don't we give him a moment? Ladies and gentlemen, it is mail time. The time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, it is the end of October here in Canada, so my sack is a little smaller. Uh, so the first question comes to us from Ryan McGee. He wants to know, when are the official Behind the Bunker Crocs going to be released? Get me a pair, yo. We're 3D printing some. They're not very flexible, though. Yeah. Brody, who was doing the 3D printing, misunderstood. He thought we wanted clogs, not Crocs. So they're a little harder and a little more uncomfortable, but they're coming. Made Slippery on wet surfaces. Yes. <laughs> on a related note, if anybody wants to get a hold of Brady, he has 2,000 pairs of green clogs. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but the serious question from Ryan McGee is, what is your opinion of the importance of radios and comms in a scenario game, and why do you think more teams don't place emphasis on this aspect of the game? That's a great question. You guys are both uh, experienced generals. 
games with uh, games Frontiers. that you guys have played with teams that have and don't have radios. Big difference? Not not really. What do you think? Uh, it, I think it depends on the organized squads and teams that come out to play on your side. Some guys are really good with understanding radio etiquette and, and using comms efficiently. Uh, and other kids are just using FRS stations in terms of, Timmy, mom's got the sandwiches in the compound. <laughs> and you can't get a hold of everyone and there's too much radio traffic. Uh, I think on the FRS stations, the both frequencies, um, there's just too much traffic. Uh, some of the higher frequencies uh, where you acquire license for, it's obviously it's, it's, it's easier to communicate uh, and get uh, clear communication and channels through that. But uh, those are few and far between and you're not permitted to do that without a license. So um, is it effective? It can be. But I, in my experience, it hasn't it has its limitations based on uh, the people you're using on the other end. Do you find that walkie talkies or two way radios are a little more a hassle or an annoyance? And, and I bring up this for two reasons. Your your sandwich comment but also the people holding their buttons down or um, putting it on Vox and just hearing them breathe for 10 minutes. Like, does that take away from it or do you still find enough usefulness that they're... I think, Todd, the, the, the teams that I find that wear the mechanics wear gloves versus the, the teams that wear boxing gloves, um, they have a lot, they're a lot more effective with, with it being able to manipulate the buttons. The guys using the boxing gloves, it's like trying to pick fly shit out of pepper. You can't do it. So it's, they're better fly when they wear... Fly shit out of pepper. Fly shit out of pepper. They're like How pepper. long have you been holding on to that one to use? <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, I, I had to come up with something and I wanted to use it and I needed an analogy. So the guys that wear gloves... Somebody hashtag that. I could just see him sitting in his office at 10 o'clock this morning. Look at this fly shit. No. Fly oh, shit pepper. pepper. <laughs> Whatever. Good you guys point. mock me. You, guys, you, can use that. you can use that anytime. You, you I'm going to use it all week. Feel free. Little Wolfie Critchlow says it depends on the size of the field. Uh, yeah. Uh, Paul Poston says Todd would know where all the Nerf rockets are. I can't use profanity, Paul, but go screw your hat. Um, what do you mean? Go find some pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Pound salt. I don't know. Uh, Yo, Josh, we. What's with the condiment references tonight? We've been opponents <laughs> and uh, as generals on the field before, and we've had our experiences both with organized squads and disorganized ragtag people who just show up with comms. So, what's what is your take on it? Uh, radios, I, 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 they're they're great when they're good, and they're absolute trash when they're bad. Like I've had a couple of days where. Someone shows up to our field uh, on occasion, and they've got um, like a radio jammer or a frequency or something. Someone shows up with it every once in a while, and it is the absolute worst. Because yeah. I've had times where I've been trying to talk to Joe, and I push my button, all I hear it clicks. And it's like, okay, I know someone's messing around with the radio somewhere, and I need to talk to Joe. Like yeah. Joe being the game master, the one running everything, I'm trying to be the general. It's like, that's highly inappropriate. So that makes your radio use bad. But we've got other days where having radios just it seemed to click everything together and it and it saved everything. So John Maskins has an easy fix to this. I don't know why we all didn't think yeah. of it before, but he says, "Why don't you just use foot signals? Oh, those navy have... foot signals." And Jennifer Beatty Poston, yes, walkie talkies is a 1980s thing. Go screw your hat too. You and your husband can <laughs> go find yourselves in a different room and yeah. Best Buy shoppers. <laughs> Brody actually Radio. signed in. Brody. Very good. So if you guys, again, need your uh, 3D printed clogs, there's Brody right there. 
Must have a break from the Tom doge. Bertrand's must head out now. What do you? Does he work on like a lobster fishing boat on the west coast, or is he salmon fishing? How come he leaves? He's a a fellow of the evening. A, a, a private dancer. Yes. A dancer for money. A well, private dancer. <laughs> a dancer. For, do I sound like Donna Summers or whatever her name is? Is that Tina who it is? Turner. Tina Turner. Yeah. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> Tina Donna. Oh, I'm still on Ike's side. Here's a... I'm only kidding. I didn't mean to say that. I just had to have a reference there. Um, Here's a good question. Who should bring the radios? Says Lee Williams. Yeah. If you have a team and a squad that's on your own radio frequency, that is the biggest help for any general, I would say. Because if you can get a hold of them on a certain channel, you stop little Timmy from interrupting and... uh, Having an open conversation or having an open channel for everybody's okay, but you need those sub channels that you can reach your private teams. I just really like. I enjoyed using it with a uh, with an organized team, like storming the drug lab, right? And how you can yes. coordinate attacks and hits and stuff like that. Sort yeah. of overwhelmed, but yep. at least it's all coordinated. Anyway, I, I quite enjoyed that. Ryan McGee is punishing me. <laughs> it was just a comment. All right, what do you think, Josh? You still think walkie talkies? If you, I'm giving him a chance. I'm. Circling back, I think they are an asset, and I like having them. I I enjoy when our team all has them. Everybody has their radios. We've got our own sort of individual channel that we all hook up on. You don't have to worry about little Timmy, you know, doing the classic. I need reinforcements. (laughs) They're peppering me. Reinforcements. (laughs) Some guy's trying to kick my hopper. (laughs) Gavin, just leave me alone. Paul Poston wants to know if there's a lime in that, Joe. In the coconut? No. We don't have lime in the budget, Paul. I don't know what what show you've I'm been watching. My but lime, I'm li- wearing my lime-infused um, coat. Yeah. All right. Next question comes to us from the insane in the membrane, Zane Smith. Uh, and he wants to know, uh, questions our thoughts about action cameras. So action camera and scope cameras, GoPro, Sony, run cam, etc. What do you think is a good setup? I'm the worst person to ask because I hate this is not going to make people happy, but I hate watching paintball videos with the perspective of a camera on a gun when a guy's running down the field and it's not edited properly. So all you see is bushes and twigs and things, and then you miss half the action. Like watching a bad porn. <laughs> it's like change room cam again. <laughs> yes, I didn't say shoe cam. I said barrel cam. But no, I. You know, I. If it's properly edited, it's not bad. But too many guys are putting videos of gun cams or goggle cams and not editing it properly, and it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to watch. Um, for those odd occasions, it's nice to have have it. Uh, the GoPro still offers, I, I you know, one of, one of the nicer shots. We use GoPros for what we do for our broadcasts. Um, I know Wolf uses um, Drift Drift Cam. Um, and they're all good. They're all good as long as you edit it properly and, and get decent footage anyways. I think that's a separate question conversation in terms of how do you put out good content. Yeah, don't we ask don't us. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not somebody, coming it, from us. If somebody knows <laughs> a YouTube site we can look at. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Wolf uses that. I, I, I don't know. Josh, you mucked around with the camera a couple times, right? Yeah. I tried the R7. You had... What did you have? Uh, the British version. What's that movie? Their thing. Uh, MUVI. Movie. Yeah, yeah, it was the same thing as a GoPro. It's just yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Just sold in English. And there's tons the of lenses them. on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah everything was upside down. Was... Yeah, kept chirping after we were driving right down the down the right side of the road. 
but yeah it was um it was a lot of like footage of grass and then your gun pops up you kind of go around and it's like click 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 and then it's back down again you move into the next building it's back up again click click back down next building yeah, like i recorded for an entire day and i think i had four solid minutes yeah of shooting it was not well yeah. and i had a rental guy talk to me at the on the weekend at the field and he said you know it'd be really good if you guys you know put a couple cameras on the field and uh had it available that we could like have it to take home and i said well that'd be great but i i started explaining like how ghost sports have several different cameras and they're still missing a lot like this isn't a dig on them it's just when you've got 10 athletes out there and they're all doing different things Wow, whatever. I'm trying to be nice. If you get 10 paintball players out there and, you know, someone does something on the opposite of the field and you're not paying attention to it, you've missed that. Like paintball is one of the hardest things to capture and get a whole whole story of unless you do one camera that's 100 feet in the air and you kind of watch it as it unfolds, but it doesn't really show anything either. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. If just someone get, just get 10 cameras on the field. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. and let's get right. someone that's fast on the fingers it's for only switching. Yeah. It's only money. Yeah, it's only right? money. Yeah, yeah. Whole production crew just for your. But Here's like, the thing. Let's but say it's like the amusement park. So, like with, the, with taking pictures on rides, people just look at the preview. They don't buy it, right? So they'll just stand up yeah. with the uh, the C cam, looking at their footage, and they'll just move on with their day. Okay. Hypothetically, let's say there's a budget for it. Let's say paintball went to the mainstream, and we had like NBA money or something like that, right? Then Josh would then Josh would post something on Twitter wrong, and they, then the, all the sponsors would pull their money. <laughs> China would be furious. All those blackface photos would be able to come out. And then yeah, we, yeah, get China. we don't have any sponsors. Nobody mentions my blackface photos. Yeah, but you just have black beard photos. But we I are. But I like how much? Like, could you even broadcast live an event that? Like, Go Sports does such a fabulous job. But let's say money was not an object. Could you better what they do? And if like really like what they're doing is awesome, but it's still not. I I don't know. You'd almost have to edit, like, to have 20 cameras and then have someone edit it for weeks afterwards and put something together, I oh, think. That'd be crazy. No, if money was no object, then you'd have four or five people editing, right? Yeah. At, at bare minimum. Devin Schwartz has hundreds of thousands of drones. Do you know in Canada we are no longer allowed to fly drones? You need a license. You need a license, and it's quite a thing. And even with a license, you still have limited areas to go. And our proximity to the airport makes it very challenging. Very much so. And you have to, like create yourself a landing zone you have to put out marked pylons and caution tape to mark yourself out a proper landing zone it has to be certain far feet away from everybody and you can you're right you have designated space you have to abide by all the so basically they're putting everybody with a drone out of not out of business but out of luck now, i hate to sound like uh, somebody who's bitter about this but maybe that slightly i mean in the ever so slightest way does it seem like that's a little bit overkill What's that, no. all the regulations? <laughs> yes. Nah, no. not in Canada. Yes. Lee Williams says one same thing with I know, us. Yeah, one thing I know we don't have enough of in Canada is regulations. Or tax. Yeah. Or, or tax. Taxes We're thinking of regulating our regulations. <laughs> yes. That way they have There's a regulation body. a regulatory body. body that oversees regulations. It's called the Regulatory Commission. So it's a lot like the redundancy department of redundancy. Yes. Tio in the live chat says, this is the ben best way to end my Monday. I hope oh, it means that in a yet. good way. I hope it's not like best way to end my life. I hope, he's or... not gonna do, yeah, I hope you're not going to. There's another show next week, Theo, so don't, <laughs> yeah. don't just stop what you're doing. There's so much more to live for than this. Yes. Yeah. All right. How about one more question? Almost, before, in fact, anything else. What a, one more question before I send out my sack. 
And it comes to us from Little Wolfie Critzlow. And great question here. What do you do when not on the field to better your paintball skills? Uh, That's a good question. Back many years ago before ramping was really a thing. Ramping. I know that there was kids that would take their guns and they would sit on the couch while they're watching TV and they would feather their trigger over and over and over to try to get that uh, get that muscle memory. Yeah, I yeah. remember sitting there, the guys used to say, like, oh, put elastics around your thumb and your finger so you could work up your finger muscle. Joe's got his hand up in the air, but we're all really slowing our answer <laughs> down. <laughs> Just like, I have a question. Yeah. You know I'm what? Try to talk over. I it. was reading. I was in. I was in the in the bathroom the other day, and I have a, a magazine rack and a, a thing. I was just looking. And <laughs> I, pu- I pulled. <laughs> and I pulled. I pulled out a 2007 or a 2009 paintball magazine, and it talked about increasing your your trigger speed. And they had a guy with one of those foam things. Uh, working on his finger muscles like this. <laughs> yeah, can you For those of you that are that? listening to the podcast, let me just say that Joe is making stroking. Gripping. No, squeezing <laughs> motions. It's like a grade my... six backseat of the car <laughs> motion. What are you talking about? I mean, why do you guys got to oh, be like wow. this? <laughs> well done, Gavin. Yeah. Joe brought it up. I brought it up. But anyway... <laughs> Guys, I'll I'll bring in the article. Teal wants to know where he can get a patch. If you send us a message, I've got a few more left. If you'll pay for postage, I think we're selling for 10 bucks. We'll happily send you one out. I only have a handful left. We got to find a new patch sponsor. Um, Paul Poston says uh, rubber rubber bands. And then Lee Williams, which I really like this idea, says use a mirror, shoot left. Um, So we used to use we used to tell kids to hold their paintball gun outside of the edge of a mirror and walk in so they can start seeing themselves and they can see how poorly they're holding their gun because they've got their elbows coming out. So Chicken wing. The chicken wing. So when you're coming into the mirror, when you're seeing yourself, that's what your opponent sees. So if you keep your elbow tucked in and really it should only be like your one eye and half your gun and loader coming out and exposing yourself to... Who is this a mirror guy? <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm just going to let this one quietly cultivate when you guys let me on the hook. So. Where's the slow clap? <laughs> Give it this away. Joe had to type it in the chat. Yeah, it typed it. That adds insult to injury. Come on. Oh. I want fire. <laughs> oh, boy. Josh, do you anything? Not literally. Not like California. Besides pick your beard out of the mic. Do you, do you do no, it's no? cat hair. It's all over oh. the place. Well, it's been several weeks since we've been in the studio, so I don't have your whiskers to clean off the microphones. One other thing while Josh is thinking of his... It would be his, strange if you didn't have a cat. Is uh, if you go to, like, Guns Up Paintball, and this is kind of only if you're a speedball player, if you if you put in the, the field that you're going to play or if you go find the field that you're going to play, you can three-dimensionally walk the field, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the other thing is Greg Hastings' game. His uh, virtual reality one is kind of cool. That would be a good way to practice because it, it sort of responds as a paintballer would. Okay, I'm, <laughs> that was my segue to you. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. All right, excellent. <laughs> Meow. Sorry, I was Googling something at the same time. I was not listening to you at all. I, I can see his monitor from here, and it's Google, he's Googling different types of hand grips. Not really sure what that's all about. Well, Simon, Simon sent us grips for our resurrections, and he said if you just walk around your house holding this, it'll actually make you a better player. And I'm still trying to figure out how it works. Nice. So, um, Tio needs to turn his phone off 
and go back to what he was doing and forget that he ever tuned into Behind the Where's Bunker. Where's Tio yes, from? He says, thanks, I'm in the shower while Ew. watching. That's nice. All right, I just uh, threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> yes. yes, he is. Theo. All right, so that is officially the end of my sack. I will cinch it back up. If you have any correspondence or any burning questions, uh, please send them into showbehindthebunker.com, and we will certainly try to address it at <laughs> yeah. some point here uh, over the next couple of weeks. And, Tio, if there's anything burning, please don't send an email. Uh, talk to your doctor. Yeah. Anything burning may Maybe a bomb or a salve. <laughs> Who told you to put on the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> I watched that yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I see Rick Char joining us. Guys, just a reminder about paintball extravaganza. Oh. If your uh, field or shop or or store is not going to paintball extravaganza, you need to use stern words and scold them. Not only do they need to go, uh, but they need to sign up for some of the tech courses, some of the seminars. And it's not just tech courses this year. There's courses about how to better your business. That's you nice. know. <laughs> yeah. What? That was a good selling point when you belched into the mic. I, did you hear it? That. I belched away. Yes. I'm did sorry. Did you I didn't tell Rick to. about the painful segment we did earlier about extravaganza? It wasn't painful. About everybody it was that educational. Wasn't going, and then you didn't talk about Extreme Rage at all. <laughs> I'm looking at the list, and Extreme Rage is on the list. How many times? Twice. Okay. Three times, maybe. Once. <sighs> twice. All right. We've done mail time. We've talked about extravaganza. Um... Gavin and I were talking about on the weekend, rather I brought it up to Gavin, I want to come up with a, a weekly segment where we talk about um, uh, if you had to choose between two things, I'll give you an example here. So if you had to choose between axing something that happened in the world of paintball where you knock it off the face of the earth, never happened, Speedball. never did, Model 98, nice. would you take the Model 98 away from the annals of history? Or would you take the invention of 50 cal paintballs away? What? If so you have to choose one, or. so yeah, it's yeah. either or. So 50 cals, no one ever thought it up and it didn't exist. Now, or the Model 98 my never was invented or came out. My teacher used to tell me that there's no such thing as a stupid question. <laughs> but now that I'm an adult, I know that there's such thing as a well, we stupid could, I, I'm, question. I'm up for names on this segment. We can call it a stupid question. question if you want. I'm okay with that. Stupid question time. Hey, there's a new segment. I just thought, I just thought it would be a good co topic of conversation because the Model 98, as we know, is the best rental marker and has. I mean, if you've ever played Got paintball, so many people into paintball. That's Model right. 98. It's like but then you look at the 50 cal, and we're only in its infancy. No. 50 cal. No, no, stop. 50 cal is around pause. in the no, early. No, no, no. But when I say push, push okay. pause for that, because even if we didn't have 50 cal, we'd still have 43. So we're done. But hold on. 50 cals in, in, in its infancy, what I mean by that is that's going to overtake 68 over the next couple of years. And 50 caliber has a long life. Did you just groan over there? Okay. Matt says. Two it, words come it, to mind. He hope it doesn't. Hard no. What? That it exists in the future? No, that's going to take over 68. I think it will. I think if if the if if the paint manu if the Smell manufacturers that? if the manufacturers created an amnesty program and said 
Give us all your Damn. 68 caliber. Like a give buyback us, program? Give us all, like the liberals are going to do for guns. <laughs> if if the federal government, if, if the paintball manufacturer said, From give us all your hands. 68 caliber paintball markers and we'll give you 50 caliber guns, I'd say, sure. Would Kay. they say hoppers, barrels, Everything. all accessories? And we'll, the only happen. thing is. You're going to tell me that they're going to change it right in my museum? Well, of 6-8 cal you awesomeness. Keep, you would keep your museum, but the only thing yeah. is that the manufacturer, someone needs to design a 50 caliber swab that works. Yeah. But the They're fact of the matter is, from a field standpoint... And that's what he really wanted to say at all. The time. <laughs> but 50 caliber is the future of paintball, whether, whether gun owners know it or not. Gavin, you're at a paintball field every weekend and you see it, right? 50 caliber is going to be, I feel, the next, not the next, but the rental marker. You're okay now. He's not taking my side anymore. I, I'm not. I don't know. I, I the Model 98 would have been replaced or could have been replaced by a number of other rental guns or other markers that could have been filling that position. But I think 50 cal was the best thing to happen to paintball in an industry that you're dealing with people that are softer than they used to be, right? Let's let's be honest. People that are coming yeah, they're coming to the field are a lot softer than they used to be. They don't play outside like they used to. They're not as rugged as they used to. They're, they've got video game fingers. Coming out to the field, 50 caliber is letting them come out and play without getting hurt or feeling any sort of an impact. I think that's what's going to make paintball stay alive. If we continued on the same course with 68 caliber and forced them to play with that. working at a car wash. So yeah. I, I, I did like the idea that 50 caliber, the way it's marketed to that people are less apprehensive about playing it. So there's it removes some of the intimidation that, oh, it's a lower impact, lower projectile, or smaller projectile, so it's gonna hurt less, right? So it's like, it's gonna be half the pain, but the same experience. And so that allowed mom and dad to book birthday parties for kids. Yeah. And kids who would never have the opportunity to play before are now allowed or permitted to play, and parents are playing alongside of it, and it removes sort of the, uh, uh, the, the fear about little Timmy being hurt at a birthday party, and now kids are yeah. becoming accessible. And for some of those adults, who are a little bit more apprehensive. So although I think it's still gearing, leaning heavily towards more of the kids, yeah. There are some adults who are coming out and, and specifically looking for that because they want to they want to get in the outdoors, they want to get the exercise, they want to play a shooting sport, but they don't want to get hurt. Yeah. And and so it's an easy sell for them. And Coulter Wheeler, the question is just the Model 98, not the TMC, not anything else, just the Model 98 as if it didn't exist. You can still have the A5, you can still have all the other guns, this Pro Carbine. So the Pro Carbine probably would have moved into the Model 98 slot anyways, wouldn't you think? Oh, I don't know. Mm. So if the Model 98 didn't exist, what would have been the rental marker of choice? Stingray with high-pressure air on it. <laughs> but the Mokul... <laughs> Good for you. The Mokul was a big one in the industry. No. Mark 1 Uzi, man. Kevin, that I gun, think you've been sitting gun, too close to they, Joe. If they would have refined the Mark 1 Uzi, it would have been fantastic. You could put a longer barrel on it. it have 38 paintballs internally in a hopper. You can run it on constant air or high pressure air, man. That would have been the perfect marker. It had an integrated safety and it worked. It just needed a a, 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 a more robust shell because the shells were kind of like a view loader shell, not an egg shell, but they were pretty, pretty, um, pla the plastic, but the plastic has come so far along that you could have a polymer shell, man. Those things could last forever. Uh, well, 
Stingrays were polymer shells. Yes, they were. And some of the marketing was they were driving vehicles over. And look, I want to bring functions. some Stingrays out and run them on 26 ounce cube, 26 cubic inch tanks. Man. Or, those or are, yeah, 26 or 13. 26 yeah. or 13, man. Those things will work. Yeah. There is a company, I can't remember the name. It was on that other paintball extravaganza list, but they're coming up with a adapt kit for 50 cal for Stingrays. So maybe we'll see that. Oh, that's uh, a huge yeah. yeah. Um, hey guys, can I tell you about something? Um, are we done with that topic? Yeah. Sure, I got nothing. We don't have to okay. for it. Uh, call the shitty question. There's something else I will chat with you after air about. Okay. Can I be listen? Uh, no, you guys got to plug your ears and say rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb <laughs> repeatedly as I talk about. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you before we do that about Planet Eclipse, guys. Planet Eclipse are the creators of the most incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods, and gear. They have the winningest paintball markers in paintball. Now they're the innovators in mechanical actions such as the new M170 and the new MG100 MagFed Marvel. Guys, if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out at your local retail store. EG, the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder flash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and of course, paintball. Pull an EG tab at your next event. Hashtag pop smoke. Ask for EG. No demand it. Arabs are proudly made in the U.S. of A. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, and layouts are available. Ask about full color printing and custom logo options. Customize your next field with Arabs. Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players, weekend warriors, and podcast hosts. They have set <laughs> a new level of paintball playing apparel. You can head over to their website now and use the BTB15 promo code for 15% off all their products. And more than just swabs and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. It is tournament ready, battle proven, Exalt. In the beginning, you fell out of a tree. You stumbled down a rocky cliff. You ate chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Then you realize you're surrounded. It's party time. You own a tip and now combine Empire, JT, Tippin, and V-Force, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. Push, the creators of some of the most well-thought-out products in the industry. From goggles to gear haulers, you need to get their gear in your hands and see and feel the genius in their products. Ask for them at your local shop or store. Yes, Mr. Grabby Fingers. <laughs> DLX, guys. DLX Technologies is the manufacturer of the Lux Paintball Marker, as well as other great product lines such as the SP Shocker, the GOG Enemy, and the Freak Barrel Kits, guys. A longtime paintball manufacturer, they've got the gear that you guys can trust. Head to your local retail store and ask for them by name. For over 50 years, Altama has proudly carries militaries from across the globe through every challenging environment, including malls, jungles, deserts, and urban battle zones. Make Altama your next paintball, airsoft, or everyday shoe. Or look for Altama, original SWAT, and first tactical at a leading retailer near you. Hashtag no drip, no melts. Very good. And one thing, Altama is the official boot of the zombie apocalypse. Stomping zombies since 1973. Are they in uh, Zombieland 2? I don't know if they are. Yes, yes, they are. Okay. They cool. are. Nice. Somebody fact check. Do fact we need check. to wait for your for your retort fact. after the show, or do you want to say what you were no, going to no, no, say? No, I'll chat with you after teasing something out a little bit. Oh, teasing. Oh. So, so like, oh, nice. Like a tweaking. All right. You know what? It's been three weeks, guys. I was hoping oh, that maybe we could... Uh, Do something. No. 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 Damn it. Price Got is it. right, ladies and gentlemen. We're yeah. going to finish off tonight's show with a little bit of Price is Right. We are watching you guys in the live chat. I win. No, Gavin Segment won last over. time. No, last week I won. No, I said I win. <laughs> this Why? Week. I win this week. 
Why do you win this week? I don't know. Oh, okay. No, I'm I'm still gonna win. Just calling it, I win. You, yeah, just just because you call it doesn't mean you're gonna you're gonna win. What about this evil pimp paintball gun? Evil pimp paintball gun. Oh. If you guys didn't know what it looked like, there it is, right there. Is that yours? It if, is not mine. If you sniff really closely, you can smell the brokenness. Uh, well, the pimp worked. It uh, the was an pimp impulse. worked. It was an impulse. You're right, and it worked. That trigger is terrible. Who do you know had one of those? Roger. We had a couple. It worked all the time. One of our well, one of our teams ha- actually were Roger sponsored by Evil Spin. All he's had like them. a marker genius. No, I he's I like will a savant. I'm not going to say they were the best gun, but they there were way more of these that worked than the Evil Pimp. This was actually you just needed a strong pimp hand. You needed a pimp hand, and if it didn't work, you just sort of <laughs> then you backhanded bat, then you it. Bat it and it's fine. Yeah. So here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Hypothetically, this was on eBay, and you guys stumbled across it tonight. Maybe you've had a couple drinks, maybe you haven't, but you thought, you know what, I might like to buy this. How much do you think this would sell for? Gavin, you won last time. I did win last time. We so. are also watching you guys in the live chat, so put your bids up there. Paul Poston can suck it with a dollar, Bob. I'm feisty tonight, Paul. I apologize. Uh, Brian Foster, $69, and Lee Williams, 75 Gavin? Uh, similar to Greg Beck, I'm going to say with the strong pimp hand, 150 Bob. Yeah, yeah. Gerald says $100. Joe, what are you thinking? Uh, if I had to buy it, it would be $275, but I'd sooner dick it by the hour for 20 bucks. <laughs> Lee Williams says that looks Boom, like a salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe back on the board. It's now two to one. Josh, what are you thinking? Uh, since I can't say nothing, I'm going to say one cent. One dollar. Um, George hey. Hey, says 125. Joe Perez, uh, longtime watcher, one time on, uh, says $29. Hey. hey, I know what you're doing. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You shut is, your is mouth. Is he cheating? Clayton Creed. He's getting texts from Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah? All right, so this sold for two hundred dollars. Josh Corey, you're oh, over so by twelve raw. bucks. Who got that one? That was me. Matt, you shut your mouth. You push those buttons. Joe won. It's conspiracy. <sighs> it's, not, it's not. Well, we all like custom paintball stuff on here, ladies and gentlemen. What about this? Is that an extreme rage goggles? These <laughs> yes, are, they are. But if the the fact no, that you had to ask if they were extreme rage, not all of them are. No, it's no, the same goggle, Gavin. But because you Are had to ask, that's how good the customization was on this goggle. Those look like something Brian Barno uses at OXCC. <laughs> it looks like the extreme the OXCC logo. Brian Foster says one cent with free shipping. Is that with fan or without fan? <laughs> that is without fan. But Extreme Rage didn't have. They didn't. You have pronounce goggles. you pronounce only, noise no, maker only wrong. Only the 2020 the did. 2020s, okay. Yeah. Echo 2020. Here, I'm going to zoom in a little bit on the. Uh, is that a? It looks like a. Uh, duty. Looks like digital camo meets crocodile. I don't know. Oh, it's nice. It's Modern <laughs> Warfare <laughs> Three. And the sound effects of the guy making this goggle—you can hear the <laughs> of the of the spray paint there. So we're talking pure quality here, ladies and gentlemen. Pure energy. We are watching you guys in the live chat. What are you guys thinking? Uh, who won that one? I Joe. did. Joe. So Joe, what are you thinking on that? Uh, twenty-five bucks. Okay. Josh. Hundred dollars. Okay. John Maskin says 15 Josh Corey says $19. Brian Greg Foster says wants to know if it's for all three. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brian. <laughs> um, Gavin, what are you thinking? 
Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Uh, because this is eBay, this sold for forty-five dollars. Why? Because it's the internet. As soon as you put custom on eBay, it goes for three times the amount of money. All right, here's another one. We'll do this one quickly. I'll be honest with you. I've never seen one of these things in person. This is a vintage paintball gun ink blade two. What is? Oh, it's a blade two. I will zoom in since you guys are all creeping forward. Rendering. I don't rendering. <laughs> in, look at that. Enhance. Enhance. That's about as enhanced as you're gonna get. This isn't CSI Miami. This is what you get. Is that an air ups cushion? It is not. It looks like a bar stool cushion. Maybe. It's not Smith and Wesson. It looks like maybe a. Is it Smith and Wesson? Yeah, it is Smith and Wesson. Okay. And this this picture was dated 0718, so you know this is fresh. So what are you guys thinking? Is it silver? Who sand? won? Joe did. Again. Nice. All right. Let's see if we can go for the trifecta. Oh, Joe, what are you thinking? There's an awful lot of scrap steel in there. 235. 235. This says good condition. There are a few scratches on the paintball gun, but itself. Otherwise, it's good. Josh, what are you thinking? 300. Three. Okay. 300. Gavin. Interesting trades accepted. <laughs> no vans. Okay. So I will say 100 even. <laughs> or celebrity t-shirts. All right, let's have a look in the pot. Wow, Evan Johnson says 450. Richard Knott says 75. Jennifer Beatty Poston says 275, Bob. Uh, Rob says 130. Thanks, Rob, for your bid. Uh, George Hay says $58. Josh says no way he had one. Is that true? Is that for this? Really? I wonder if it worked. So this sold for $125. Gavin, who won? <laughs> Oh, I have to thank Lisa Wee so thank you very much for sending Roger and George with uh, purple gum for me. Thank you very much. Great flavor. Brian Foster says, if it's a pump, 7000 What makes it more expensive if it's a pump? And parts. And I'm going to be topical here since we talked about one of these at the beginning of the show here, guys. What about this? A BT SA-17. Wow. Huh. You get the I pistol seen itself. One in years. <laughs> you get the pistol itself. You get the ten-round uh, adapter. Or if and, I go, if I go to uh, Joe if he asks nicely. In two parts. Why is there a butt stock? Or why is there a power? butt plug at the back? Butt stock maybe plug. Put a stock <laughs> on well, that's what it is, right? It's a butt. For an A5, it looks yep. like for an A5 stock. Where do you normally put the butt plug? And because this gentleman had lots of confidence back, in his gun, you, you have two parts kits. And a power tube. <laughs> and a power tube. So this guy obviously knows his stuff and knows that this is problematic or was problematic possibly. What are you guys thinking? Brian Foster says, Elliot says 50 bucks shipped and PP'd. Greg Beck just simply says, ding. All right. Who won that? Gavin. I did win that. Can you so, take the 2-1 lead here and bring it up to a tie? Dun, 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 dun. I am going to say 125. Okay. Greg Beck says 170, and Lee Williams says 350. Lee Williams is also on cheap crack this evening. Joe, what are you thinking? 180. 180. Josh, what are you thinking? Brian Foster says $17 he dues. 190. Okay. And Tio says uh, $250, and I hope your shower is over, sir. Hope you're toweled off and fully dressed. Smoking a cigarette. And smoking a cigarette. Yeah. This sold for $99. Richard ah. Knott, you're very close. We all overbid. All yeah. overbid. You all overbid. Yeah, you did it wrong. I did it wrong. I was not paying attention. All right, last one. Gavin, oh. if you get it, you get it. If not, right. you're done. Champion. This is my favorite carnivore Gorgeous. color that ever existed. 
Is it all? This is the olive drab um, carnivore, and the serial number is four thousand fifteen, four thousand sixteen. Stop teasing yours? me. It is not mine. I wish. I never. I never owned a carnivore. I had. I had the ability to play with them sometimes, but I never owned one, and that would have been my my choice. Aside from the yellow and black, which was really popular at the time, that was probably the best. Um. So I'll give you guys a moment to think about this one. I already know what I'm saying. Right. Do you want to call it out, or do you want to wait for your turn? Two grand. Two grand. Okay. Okay. Garvin. Uh, I'm gonna go lower than that, but. Pretty sure that's the punch in the nuts. So I can say five hundred dollars. And I know it's drilled. And I know this is when he's gonna say one hundred and fifty. And I'm gonna go really. But this bad. is okay. But this is drilled stock because the original yeah, grip true. frame from War Games is on there. Um, it's a rebrand of the Planet Eclipse. I know, but every time you say that oh, I'd pay two thousand dollars for those, when I want somebody, some nut job is gonna go. Yeah, but it's drilled. But every yeah, you know, I I agree with you. But every right. carnivore was drilled because that know, was the point. Uh, Garvin, what do you think? I said five hundred. Okay, I just wanted to change your. I wait. I gotta say, seven seventy five. Seven seventy five. All right, this sold for nine hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Ibby, you were wrong at ten fifty. Lisa Weaver, four twenty. Who won? Uh, you would have won, Joseph. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. All right, well, let's call it the day on that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching us live at home on Facebook. If you guys are listening to us in our podcast form, remember, we're not going anywhere. We're ending the show for those that are listening to us on Facebook. Uh, so if you guys are watching us on Facebook right now, remember, this is downloadable as a podcast anywhere that you get your favorite podcast. And uh, you can listen to our after show. We're going to be staying live for a few minutes. So definitely uh, come back and check that out. Gavin, thank you for being on the show, sir. Wonderful to be here as always. And it's so nice to be back in the studio, folks. Thank you so much for watching, liking, and sharing. And anybody who actually had a watch party tonight, thank you for everybody that uh, has supported the show. Thanks so much. Joe, what about you? Did you enjoy yourself tonight? I did. Thanks for tuning in. It was awesome to be back here. Nice to see everyone. If you're out and about Friday or Saturday night, come to Bingham and Screen Park and go on the zombie hunt as we save humanity and hunt some zombies. Josh, less hey. feisty tonight than usual. Is it because your new t-shirt from Tom Bertrand? Yes. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to all 46 of you who shared the show. The rest of you can go pick fly shit out of pepper and <laughs> salt. <laughs> Boxing gloves on. GTFO, mother, we're out. <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. We're going to, uh, if you're watching us on Facebook, uh, we'll see you next week. If you're listening to us on our podcast, don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. Peace out. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first off, if you're going to tell me that 50 cal is better than 68, then I'm going to accuse you of going to the range and shooting 22. Because that's the same thing as going, I'm going to the range today, but you're only shooting 22s. Oh, uh, no, it's less mess. And you're not at the man table with some 45 ACP. Nope. Take okay. that sh out of here. Okay, first of all, I'm not I'm, I'm not taking the side that 50 cal is better than 68 I, as a gun owner right now because there's not enough offerings out there for me to be happy with 50 cal. It's not better at as all. A but as a field owner, 50 cal offers a better in to get customers in the door and yeah. be happy yeah. and keep the longevity of the paintball going. That's that's the that's the angle that I'm going on. 
there is a severe lack in 50 caliber guns out there. Anything. That's right. Guns, uh, upgrades. Schwabs, yeah. as Joe said. Schwabs, yeah. Um, once that gets addressed, I think you'll see the MagFed community adopt 50 cal first. And I think you'll see MagFed games 50 cal only at a 400 crony rate or a 350 crony rate. But no, seriously, they're all going to then, of course, rub the soft underbelly of first strike rounds for it. And then everybody will be shooting first strike rounds at 50 cal. And you know what the first thing they're going to do is put it in the rule that as soon as you're hit, you're out. Not if it breaks. As soon as you're hit, you're out. And at that point, why are we even here? Let's just go to the airsoft table. Seriously. So for the MagFed community, I'm going to just skip over Josh's rant there. <laughs> it was a valid rant. It was, it was a good rant. I thought it was quite good. But it was more like a him screaming at clouds again. The him. Um, so I do I do see the MagFed community adopting it for pistol format versus sort of the... I think they're going to stay with either first strike or 68 caliber. I can't see them switching over to uh, 50 caliber MagFed, which would actually work, I, I think, significantly better for the MagFed community. You get more paint in a, in a magazine. Anyway, but anyway, I don't see them jumping to the 50 cal for their regular their, their primary marker, but I can see a influx or at least more development into pistols at, for, at, at 50 cal. You know, you're talking about pistols. I agree. I want to be there with it. I would love to see 50 cal pistols go farther than they are now. I want to see it. But I don't want to see all of MagFed paintball or paintball in general be 50 cal. It would just suck. But why? Why? It still leaves a mark. It still shoots like a paintball. In fact, I would say 50 cal is more... I, I would argue that 50 cal is more accurate if the rate of... Uh, the velocity rate was raised. Um... Well, yeah, so now you're talking about liquid in there, right? jewels yes. of impact, no, yeah. but frangibility all. tests, like all that. Like it just six eight is there. It's established already. Why change it? It's for, like for it's like owners, let's go absolutely. to Major League Baseball and say, hey, let's shrink the baseball by four millimeters. Why? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but again, like I'm not trying to be empathetic to the guys that own their own equipment and play on a regular. I guess I'm just talking about guys that come once a year. Or they are here for a birthday party or want to just try paintball. It is. You know, they just want to try paintball. I think that is where it's at. I think I think that's where 50 so, cal is really, really, really winning. I, I, I think we're talking about the wrong thing in this argument. Um, I think we're talking about two or three so different So regardless things. of the caliber, regardless of the equipment, we still have to sell an experience. So regardless of what you have, the, the, the medium that you're using to get people out there... Um, Unless people are really enthusiastic and excited about playing, uh, you're going to lose it anyway, regardless of how many people you walk through the door. So it always has to be about the experience. Absolutely. And you think about who is uh, who, who's looking for the. Uh, there's a number of competition for your resources, for your money right now, for entertainment. And what are kids? Kids are asking for birthday parties. And a lot of parents love to do. And, bir- and I keep going back to birthday parties because that's a great market right now for 50 cal. And so. Kids are asking for adventure experiences because they're 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 playing video games, right? They're playing Call of Duty, they're playing Fortnite, Fortnite. they're playing all of these games, and they want something um, so they can be active and do something a, a, a party like. Parents and, want them out of the house. Let's be parents, honest. Yeah, nobody wants to have a birthday party at the house. That's that's a night. Well, how many mothers come up to us and say, "I just wanted to get them to do something physical." 
and it's a nice, easy sell and transition for the kids yep. to do something like that because you can wrap up the experience as Fortnite. You yeah. can wrap up the experience as Call of Duty. But the people that pay to have that paintball field exist is unfortunately not the gun owners. And I hate to say it, it's the guys that come in for birthday parties and, and that's what keeps them alive. But if you look at Europe too, it's like it's difficult for you to have like walk-on days, right? It's like typically yeah, if, you want, if you want to play, you have to be an organized team. You have to float yep. from scenario event to scenario event because there's no walk-on days in terms of like if it's all booked up with parties bachelor parties um stag dues or whatever they call them yes hen and buck or yeah. crow or chicken and hens or something yeah why because that's the market and they don't want to chase people off with uh with guys who own their own equipment and just want to shoot people up yeah yeah well i hope you guys uh, are happy that we're back we had a couple weeks off there and uh Coming a little feisty tonight, I think, but we had a good show. I enjoyed that. Gavin hated my segment, but we'll uh, we'll improve. We'll we'll come up with some better some better questions. I have far more patience when I'm not exhausted. Right now, I think the, the entire studio is, uh, has had a couple of runs of some crazy weekends, and uh, we're just we back into sort of regular routine right now. So. We have. We're all pretty excited about Paintball Extravaganza, and I know that's months away. It is but months we're pretty away, excited about it. We didn't. Joe and I didn't even talk about it. But we're going to be at. Pain, uh, Paintball World Cup in a couple of weeks. So if you guys do see us there, uh, ignore the fact that I'm there, but Joe will be. And uh, make sure you go up and say hi to him. Say hi to Todd, too. (laughs) And maybe we'll have some patches in our pockets and some stickers. Joe's going to be girding his teeth the entire time. We'll let you know where we're eating. Yeah, exactly. So the paintball season is winding down for some parts of the world, including ours. Uh, so what's the next big thing you guys are looking forward to? You mentioned World Cup. I think that's going to be really excited, uh, exciting. For me, paintball extravaganza, I am so tickled about, tickled pink. Uh, my nipples are a little sensitive and, and, and tingling right now because I'm excited about it. Um, so you see Pat Poe's rubbing on a little too and, much? And maybe that's part of it. I didn't sleep with my mask last night, so I'm a little fatigued. But, uh, it but makes yeah, a big but, difference. Yes. Was your mask out partying with other people? Or? It sure was. Yeah. yeah. No, but, uh, but so for us, like, it's been an incredible season for me. Um, lots of highlights, but there's um, there's things I'm looking forward to, such as paintball extravaganza. And I know you guys are doing World Cup. So what other things are on the bubble before the season closes down for you guys? There's a couple other things that we're talking about doing this this upcoming season that we've been invited to. We haven't really digested all the inv- invites, but there's a couple that could potentially be some big things. And if that's the case, we'll... we'll we may jump on them and let you guys know, but it's sort of outside of what we've done in the past. Um, but uh, I don't want to spill any beans right now, but we'll, we'll we'll let you know on that. But there are some big games coming back up. I mean, Hell Super Game is happening again in a few months after Extravaganza. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some big things going on there too. Um, People are asking the, in the chat about that tonight too. Actually. Yeah, and Fold the Gap. That's a, a big game that's coming up. We are not going to that this year, unfortunately. And I hear Warsaw is doing really well for for soliciting people, but uh, unfortunately, that's not on our radar this year. Not not at this point, anyways. Yeah. But I think uh, I think with that we should probably go because it's already uh, we're almost at our uh, at our time limit here. So guys, thank you very much for joining. Um, any final last words, guys, before we go? Or are you good? I think I'm good. Okay. If you no, guys I got nothing to add. Don't give me that you're bitter that I didn't go to you because I went to you twice today and singled you out and you oh, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Fight for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, but I closed my laptop already. You so. did. So thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys are listening to us on our podcast, thanks for checking us. Hit that subscribe button so this uh, nonsense comes to your phone every week whether you like it or not. 
And uh, once you've done that, there's no way to shut it off. So we appreciate that. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. <laughs>